The White House is working with the Taliban to get Americans out of the country. International numbers show that the White House is poised to leave several thousands Americans behind enemy lines, and California recall ballots were found in a car with a felon that was passed out. We're getting into all this and more in just one second. Please drop a like, subscribe to the notifications on every single day. Also, go subscribe to the full episode of the show, the Joey Saldino Show, and all the podcast apps right now. Go do that. Also, if you can, this show gets demonetized a lot, and it's completely funded and supported by you guys. Please consider becoming a YouTube channel member, Facebook channel member, or even a Patreon member. We greatly appreciate it, and let's get right into this. So White House Press Secretary says the completion of Afghanistan mission by August 31st depends on a continued coordination with the Taliban. Now, the Taliban has also went out and said, I believe it was yesterday or the day before, they went out and said that if they're not completed and gone by the 31st, that they basically made a threat that there'll be negative repercussions. In a statement from the Press Secretary, Jen Psaki, on President Biden's meeting with G7 leaders. During a meeting this morning with G7 leaders, the president conveyed that our mission in Kabul will be will end based on the achievement of our objectives. He confirmed that we are currently on pace to finish by August 31st and provide an update on progress in evacuating Americans who want to come home, third country official, uh, nationals and Afghans who were our allies during the war. I wonder how many of them are already you know, not existent anymore due to this failure. He also made it very clear that with each day, our operations on the ground will have added risk to our troops with increasing threat from ISIS-K. And that completion of the mission by August 31st depends on a continued coordination with the Taliban, including continued access for evacuees to the airport. In addition, the president asked the Pentagon and the State Department for contingency plans to adjust the timeline should they become necessary. Also, the State Department issued to Americans in Afghanistan due to security threats outside the gates of Kabul airport. Avoid traveling to the airport unless you receive individual instructions from the U.S. government representative to do so. Absolutely, an utter chaos has been caused by this administration. It's a bunch of, you, first you would think, maybe, maybe there's somebody else in charge. Maybe maybe the deep state is actually running the show and, you know, they're going to pick up the slack for Biden in these disasters. It's either one, whoever is actually in charge wants this disaster to happen, or two, Biden just took it upon himself to do absolute disasters. Why would we even need to set evacuation plans in place with a growing threat of ISIS and the Taliban? Why, why should even the airport be a massive security risk? You know what would have been a great idea? Is if you can evacuate the people who needed to be evacuated ahead of time before you, the military occupancy leaves, then you could work out ways to make—it's it, it's, it's completely—in life, sometimes things aren't as complicated as they should be. Sometimes the simplest plan is the best plan. And the crazy thing about it is the majority of Americans would have made a better choice than Biden. And that's what you get, Democrats. Well, that's what you're making us all go through. That's what you're doing to, to the rest of the world when you elect that old, senile old man who's literally controlled by the establishment in the deep state. And even though he has all that establishment in deep state, and just he, he is everything that the socialists and the people on the left say that's wrong with America. He is everything that represents that. Even with all of that, still still an utter disaster. Is this part of a big grand scheme, a big plan to do X, Y, Z? Who knows? But at the very least, there are people out there who are waking up against Biden. So listen to Kevin McCarthy real quick. There's no possible way that we can get 
every American that's still in Afghanistan out in the next seven days. That, listen, and I'll quote what he just said. There is no possible way that we can get Americans that are still in Afghanistan out in the next seven days. And that's the plan that the Biden administration wants to do. They want to get, they, they're, they're hoping to get everybody out within the next seven days. Let's continue watching. Let's see if he says anything else. We are just three weeks away from the 20th anniversary of 9-11. At no time should America ever bend or allow the Taliban to tell us when we have to stop bringing Americans out. I think it's pretty cool that he's being a little bit strong. I'm not going to play the rest out of fear of being flagged for um, up doing you know copyrighted content. So in, in, exclusive international numbers show that the White House is poised to leave several thousand Americans behind enemy lines in Afghanistan. Roughly 30... 3,800 Americans have been evacuated from Afghanistan since July 29th, with an estimated 8,000 remaining in the country. And an official with direct knowledge of the situation told the Daily Caller on Tuesday. The official told the caller that it seems doubtful we're going to bring 8,000 more Americans now from now between August 31st deadline. The number has been masked by the White House and Pentagon in recent days. Now, this, this is what's scary, is... We're most likely not going to be able to get everybody out by the 31st. What happens now after the 31st? Is the Taliban going to go start offing people, creating chaos? And the, the White House even said, the press secretary even said every single day, there's a growing threat of the ISIS and the Taliban in, in the area. Every single day, the threat grows greater. What happens when you go past that deadline? What happens when you have to say, oh, we have to keep everyone in here a little bit longer. Uh, we have to bring actually more military units in to get everyone. What happens then? Is the Taliban going to... They, they, Taliban has all the power in this situation right now. They can just start offing people and creating mass chaos. And then we would have to send more people in. And it would be an absolute and utter complete disaster for the Biden administration. I hope that doesn't happen for the safety of other people. But to be completely honest with you, it's a path we're heading in. The number has been masked by the White House and Pentagon in recent days, with the Pentagon press secretary John Kirby saying Monday that several thousand Americans have been evacuated from Afghanistan. Both Kirby and the National Security Advisor declined to give more specific numbers on the reason varied from non-answers to a fluid evacuation process going in Cabal. I'll be... Uh, okay, whatever. Uh, the number provided by the officials jives with estimates recently given out by the Republic Texas rep representative. After attending the classified briefing on, on Tuesday, he told reporters around 4,000 Americans have been evacuated from Afghanistan. The officials said while there has been no clear direction on not reporting the numbers, it's become a quiet rule among officials to avoid giving out more precise numbers in part because of the embarrassing because they're embarrassing the low. Sorry, I'm a little burpy right now. In early February, the asset was that six the assessment was that sixteen thousand Americans may be in Afghanistan, according to the officials. The number has since been tailored down to around twelve thousand, likely because officials have been uh, contacting Americans in an effort to sort out who remains in the country. Over the past twenty four hours, over three hundred and fifty Americans departed Afghanistan, according to the officials. The White House said early Tuesday that approximately 21,600 uh, people were evacuated from August 23rd to the 24th. If roughly 350 Americans continue to depart daily over the next week, the U.S. still would not successfully evacuate all citizens, with eight calendar days remaining from Tuesday 
though Biden August 31st deadline. I'm assuming that the U.S. be able to continue roughly about 350 American evacuations per day. Some 5,200 U.S. citizens should be will be left stranded in the country. However, the evacuation process is likely poised to slow down soon, Fox News reported Tuesday, citing U.S. officials that the military has already begun reducing its troop presence in the country. So not only do we still have still have to massively evacuate people before a deadline, the every single day it seems like there's less and less troops in there. The U.S. has evacuated and helped evacuate around 58,000 people since August 14th and around about, you know, uh, 64,000 individuals since the end of July. The number of Americans leaving the country indicates that the vast majority of those leaving the country are not U.S. citizens and that thousands more remain with under one week to go until August 31st. I was just about to say, and the, the, the article completed my sentence, is it seems like the vast majority of the people evacuating are not even American citizens. Where are these people going? Where are they being taken? Why are they being let on above Americans? President Joe Biden is sticking to the 31st date, although multiple lawmakers from both sides of the aisle expressed concerns that the U.S. can get all Americans out by the date. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki claimed that the statement Tuesday. Now, here's the thing is, how do we move forward in fixing a situation like this and remedying it? I'll be completely honest with you, doesn't seem like there's a good remedy in, in any way, shape, or form that can be found now. The, the Taliban has literally taken too much power. The, the best thing you can possibly do is say, you know what, screw it, we're going to go back in full force. Taliban, get out or you get blown up. That's, that, you have to be tough, you have to do that. But guess what? Politically, that's a bad decision to do. Oh, Joe Biden, you did a mistake and then you tried to correct your mistake, whatever. If anything, I think that would be better. Hey, I made a mistake, let me go correct it, let's fix this, let's get us out of this mess that I created, blah, 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 blah. bad decision. That's not good politically. People don't like that stuff. So you got to you stick to your decisions, no matter how destructive it is, and you can never go back on your destructive decisions. Uh, that, that's, that's how politics works. What we can do is maybe moving forward, and I don't know, I'm not a lawyer, I don't know much about this, I'm not, a polit- I'm, I'm not in office. Maybe there's something we can do to limit the power of the executive branch from doing something like this. Maybe that should be something we should be proposing or pitching, not um, endless impeachments of Biden that will never happen and just be a complete waste of time and see, and, and just a grift for whoever's writing those impeachments. Maybe we can do something to limit the power of the executive branch. Maybe, maybe that's something. Maybe there's something we can put in there that would give checks and balances when it comes to um, pulling tens of thousands of troops, leaving millions of people homeless and American citizens stranded in a country and, and give power to our terrorists. Maybe that, maybe there, maybe we can do something there to prevent someone who dictatorship like actions. Maybe there's something we can do. I don't know. I don't know. Just throwing that out there. Hey, if there's any representatives watching this that want to actually do something productive instead of filing for impeachments, maybe we can do something like that. California recall ballots, the D-word, loaded boom-boom stick, have been found in a felon's car. Last week, a passed-out felon was found in his vehicle along with hundreds of ballots for Governor Gavin Newsom's recall election, a loaded boom-boom stick, and Ds. Um, Hundreds of—okay, now these are the photos I have up on screen of those ballots that were found— uh, let's see if the article can go into any information on whatever we might know about it. So the car was found at a 7-Eleven in, in Torrance uh, while police responded to a call about a man passed out in a vehicle. After conducting an investigation, police discovered that the felon was in possession of pills. They also found that over 300 ballots for Newsom's upcoming recall election in his car. Officers further searched the felon's car and found other stuff, a scale, a boom-boom stick, and 
multiple California driver's license and credit cards with other people's names on it. This guy was in, into some massive fraud. A subsect's name was not released, but he was arrested and now faces multiple weapons, whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, police are unsure how the ballot ended up in the suspect's car or what was going on to do with them. The issue is being investigated with the help of Los Angeles District Attorney Public Integrity Unit, a mouthful of a name, and U.S. Post Office. Uh, so this is some more photos of what was from that. And then they made a statement. New election ballots are being sent to anyone identified uh, during the investigation. Police says the incident is not connected with any other issues with the ballots. Now, what 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 happened to having such safe and secure elections, especially during a recall when you're when you're sending out tons and tons of ballots? Now let's read. I'm going to read the article from Fox. Let's see if Fox gives any more extra insight into this. Um, Let's see if there there has I don't think there's been any investigation currently done. This person was arrested. Newsom's recall election. The efforts surged in November after Newsom appeared to skit to skirt the state and post coronavirus restrictions. And after he dined in, I wonder hmm, if if you can take a wild guess. I wonder what these ballots are going to be filled out for. So this is the problem. And we just found 300 ballots from the recall election. Just one person's car. How he got them, we don't know yet. Maybe he could have just siphoned them out of people's uh, people's buildings, like their their mailbox. Maybe he found them on the floor. Maybe uh, maybe he took them off the back of uh, a post truck, or maybe he the building he lived in. Maybe he had access to just take people's mails out and just took all the ballots out. Who knows? But at the very least, you cannot say that 2020 was the most secure election in U.S. history when everybody and their mothers got a mail-in ballot sent to them whether they requested it or not. And we're, and we're seeing stuff like this. This is this happens. This happens all the time. There's so much evidence. There's so many videos of stuff like this happening. It is pretty common. Uh, and, and it warrants at least an investigation. And this is why... In order to get a ballot, like these ballots should be the most secure pieces of paper in the country, especially during election. It should be like, you want a piece of this secured piece of paper? You need to, to literally, you know, submit online or through the mail why you need this and why you can't go there and show proof that we could, you're the person we need to send this to instead of just blanketly sending it to everyone. Anyone with a common with common sense, anyone with a brain would be like, okay, yeah, you know, let's make sure this is secured. Let's make sure who we're sending this to are people who need it, and let's make sure who we're sending this to people are people who even vote. Let's make sure we're sending this to people that it's even them and not just somebody else, and and it's not going to the wrong house. We're not going to the wrong person. We're not just left there for for someone else to take. Why don't, why don't we do some due diligence and make sure? No, no, no. The Democrats want everybody and their mothers to get it, and their dogs and their cats to get a ballot. Why? Because they know they want, one, the uneducated people to vote because they vote Democrat. Two, they know people are going to be committing massive amounts of voter fraud, and they know the voter fraud is always in their favor. If everybody who knew of the issues that they were voting on if it was all in person or all you need to request a ballot and you need to show proof of ID some way, shape, or form, they know that they know Republicans would sweep this entire nation in the election. If that was the case, Gavin Newsom wouldn't even be governor anymore. He would have lost this recall election. But guess what? He's probably going to win because of situations like this.
Let me know what you think. Please drop this video like, subscribe to the post notifications on every single day. If you can, go subscribe to the full episode of the show, the Joey Saladino Show and all the podcast apps. Also, please, guys, please become a Facebook channel member or a YouTube channel member or even a Patreon. We greatly appreciate it. The show is completely funded and supported by you guys. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Peace out.